Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of October 4th, 2020. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week. If you remember last week, I told you all that heightened energy, heightened emotion, and a lot of that was because a big planet, Saturn, was standing still in the sky and moving forward, a stationary direct Saturn squaring Mars and a retrograde Mars at that. And it brought to the surface frustration, but also restriction. You add to it, we had that full moon that we will still be feeling into this week, conjunct Chiron, lots of vulnerability that a lot of us are wearing. And this week, in many ways, the energy of last week accelerates. It goes deeper. And there are ways to understand this energy that can be what we would call positive, very proactive, in that this energy encourages us to be more deeply honest and to feel the things that perhaps we haven't felt or are not willing to feel so far. And it is an understanding that we have to feel it and be in it in order to release it. Whatever we feel is getting in the way of us being in our true power now is going to invite us to actually identify it, to claim it, to feel it, to own it so that we can transcend it, we can transform, we can use it as a jumping off point towards becoming better, more clear, more powerful than we were before. But we also have energy that is rather intense and the same energy that can be so transformative can also be manipulative. So we are gonna have to be very mindful of that. What I'm seeing is the ancient ruling planet of Scorpio and the modern ruling planet of Scorpio, both at the height of their power, are going to square this week. You add to this Mercury in the sky, in the sign of Scorpio, standing across the sky from Uranus. Well, this adds a measure of what is so unpredictable, uh, what it is that truly feels like a surprise, but ultimately is an invitation to go to that place of honesty and to identify within ourselves where it is that we are authentically being a force of transformation or where it is that perhaps we are repeating patterns that are manipulative and maybe even unfair. And that is part of the invitation of Pluto itself. So Pluto is named after Hades, the uh, ancient god of the underworld. And if you think about the underworld symbolically, that tends to represent all the things we don't want to look at, the intensity of life being buried deep. And with Pluto, we are invited to look at those things that we would otherwise reject that we think are not a part of us until we see that they are. Pluto in astrology is a fascinating symbol. It can speak to, and when you look at your chart, if you identify what house Pluto is in, we can see something about where it is that there might have been some wounding, especially in early life. But that wound is rooted in where it was that perhaps there were power struggles, there were power games, where we might have felt that things were unfair to us in some way. And with Pluto, 
each of us and at least one point of life are invited to make a decision, to make a choice. Either it is that in that very area of life, we are going to become a force of transformation. We are going to strive for self-knowledge and then lift that energy. We are going to decide that the force of transformation we are going to be is not only in our own lives in that area of life, but that in focusing on our own change, our own self-honesty, we may be a force of healing for others. We transcend the cycles of abuse or trauma from our childhoods, from our past, and instead we are then able to enlighten or lift others to do the same. And we use that area of life as a tool to become a force of transformation in our sphere of influence. But with Pluto, there's another invitation, the other side of the coin, the choice between, yes, being a force of transformation or repeating the pattern, deciding that you are going to continue that cycle that was for you abusive or traumatic. Most often we get the opportunity to live out the same patterns, but with new people and new dynamics. But sometimes it is a role reversal that takes place so that where it was that we felt things were unfair, we reach a moment of choice where to those very people, we may decide to perpetuate the same, to give them back what it was that we got or we decide that we are now going to elevate the energy. And this is part of healing karma. Pluto is deeply karmic. It has to do with big faded events that can take place in a life. Those moments when it feels like fate is more powerful than our own will. That is Pluto stepping in. And so it is going to be this week. And as we start the week, that Pluto is stationary direct, standing still in the sky. But because of how slow Pluto moves, he appears to be still throughout the week and slowly is easing into a square with a retrograde Mars. Mars at the height of its power, Pluto at the height of its power. And they will perfect their square on Friday. But this is energy that we will feel building as we move through the week. And this is energy inviting us to look at those things that we don't think are part of us, the ways in which we may look outside of ourselves and consider where it is that we were wronged. Where is it that we are perpetuating the same cycles? Where is it that we have now become perpetrators? Or where is it now that we are going to choose to be a force of transformation? And what does that look like? That journey is going to be highly personal to each of us. And sometimes it isn't necessarily the case that we can go back to each and every person that did us wrong, but we do find ways to recreate our pain. And we come to a place where either we own our innocence that was and cultivate compassion, or it is instead that we identify with those that wronged us, the abusers and thereby take on those characteristics, those traits. And when I say that there were people who did us wrong or abuse or trauma, very often it is not necessarily the case that these were consciously perpetuated. Uh, sometimes it is people who are working on their own 
wounding and where it is that they have a desire not to continue certain patterns. They think they're doing a whole lot better than what they knew. And yet, and especially if you're a sensitive soul, you may interpret the situation differently. And so when we heal Pluto issues, when we're willing to look at what we deny, including the pain and the hurt that we think has been perpetuated on us, but we have denied ourselves being perpetuators. What happens is that karma continues and it can be generational karma, just like there can be generational pain. There can also be that sense of how it is that we carry wounds of our ancestors, but how it is that we carry wounds of our unconscious from our own lives, from this incarnation, and perhaps even we can think of it as carrying wounds from previous lifetimes as well. And I do think that we as humanity are in this place now where growth and change is exponential. And that is in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of layers. And I think that that's what the opposition in the middle of the week, all this Uranian energy is trying to show us. It was Ray Kurzweil, who is an inventor, and he is also um, a futurist, uh, an academic, or at least an intellectual, we can say. He is the one who said that all growth is ultimately exponential. And he talks about this in the framework of technology. And he talks about how for every advancement we make, uh, technologically, scientifically, it isn't that we then have to wait an equal amount of time for the next uh, progress to be made, but rather the next progress comes sooner, the next development, the next technological breakthrough, it comes sooner and sooner. And now we are in this space as humanity where our growth has become accelerated to the point where what it was as humanity we used to need a hundred years to invent, now it might take a month. Well, I think that this is also true in terms of our understanding of human consciousness, our understanding of whether it is the shadow and our understanding of psychology, every area of life, we can see around us this sense of things accelerating and growth, or at least our lessons taking place exponentially. And where it is that we are willing to engage with our own lives consciously, then we are able to ensure that we are able to pack in several lifetimes into one lifetime. We are able to heal not only our own wounds or burdens or abuse or trauma from our childhoods, but in many ways, so many of us now are doing this work where we get to heal the trauma and the wounding of many of our previous generations, of many of our ancestors. In this incarnation, we are packing in several lifetimes, but also we are healing several generations. So when I say that we are packing in several lifetimes into one, what I mean by this is there used to be a time really not that long ago at all. I mean, there are people alive today who remember a world where it was very straightforward. You were born into a particular family and whatever trade it was that your family was in, you were going to do that. There wasn't a whole lot of option outside of that uh, available to you. You were going to do that very trade. When you were very young, chances are you met somebody and you knew you were gonna marry them and you did 
and you stayed in that relationship or whom you would marry was decided for you. And when you were very young, you got married and that was it. There was no other option outside of that. And in many ways, life was decided for you. And it wasn't that we had a whole lot of awareness as to our own agency because we didn't really have it. If we look at it from a more modern perspective, there was a time when you went to school, if you got your high school diploma, or sometimes you'd go on to college and immediately you would get a job within a corporation, you stayed in that corporation until you retired. And so you worked for 25 years, you retired, your house was paid off, and you knew when it was that you were young and you got this job that that was gonna be your career path and it was decided and that was it. That is very unusual now. It is statistically much more common for people to have at least four different, dramatically different career paths as they move through a life and they live a full lifetime. It is also very common for people now to have several major relationships in a lifetime. It is more rare to see somebody only with one person throughout their lifetime. And that isn't about value judgment. Some people may look at that and you know think that it says something about society. I think it says more about the fact that what used to take us a hundred lifetimes to sort through with a person, whatever karma it was that we needed to resolve that took like either 50 years or took 50 lifetimes. Now it's like four years, right? We've packed in the lessons, whatever karma was there that needed to be resolved at least for this lifetime. We got it and now we were able to move on. And so Pluto speaks to the things that we carry within what is underneath the surface, but it's still there even if we don't wanna look at it, what we want to deny, and then Uranus accelerating our growth and our learning, and Mercury in the sign of Scorpio, digging to get to the truth of the matter, looking beyond the illusion, seeing the thing that other people want to reject, what other people judge, and seeing beauty there in what it is that others would either deny or cast aside. And it is this transformative energy that's very heightened this week. It will be Mercury in Scorpio that ultimately will invite us to practice healthy detachment because it is Mercury after all, a very intellectual energy, and healthy detachment even when it's hard, even when it feels challenging, where it is that we are willing to actually look at our own inner contradictions, motivations, where it is that we project certain qualities that we actually have onto others, it is going to be Mercury in the sign of Scorpio that is going to invite us to get to a deeper place. Now, Mercury in Scorpio as well, um, it has to do with media because Mercury is uh, the province of media. Um, and it is this opposition with the Uranus that says that some investigative reporting is going to happen and it is going to feel like a whole lot comes out very, very quickly. And it may change our own perception as to what may really be going on. So we can expect some of that, but it really is just the beginning. We do have to be careful though, because again, this idea of manipulation, 
this idea of deciding that we are going to bring forward the higher qualities of the scorpion vibe the higher qualities of the plutonian vibe and that takes diligent choice because the default is to not feel right the default is to just do what you know to repeat patterns but the rewards for the work are going to be there and that really is thanks to a beautiful supremely harmonious alignment between venus and uranus and that is happening at the very end of the week venus right now in the sign of virgo uranus and taurus these are both earth signs so this is about practical changes actually seeing what is happening looking at what has manifested uh, and being more insightful and using the material manifestations of life as a jumping off point towards understanding more profound changes on deeper levels that can be part of how this is realized now another thing though with this is that on a very immediate level <laughs> this can be uh, romantic surprises that go really well a sense of elation that can happen this is surprises that delight this is a sense of prosperity so this could be emotional prosperity spiritual prosperity but of course practically uh, this can show up in different ways where it is that we're hoping to make practical gains this energy can help us to take leaps and strides forward whereas the rest of the energy this week can get so intense we have this uh, mars in a fire sign that's all about passion and impulse and even anger and determination that we can feel and then we've got this water energy amplified with scorpio and even though pluto is in an earth sign it is in capricorn the very nature of pluto itself can feel rather intense uh, so much so that we forget that earth is playing out here um, and we can be so immersed in the feeling experience where it comes to pluto and so we have these otherwise really big and intense energies and then very quickly we get this bright spot this sense that things can change they can change very quickly very practically and for the better whether it is romantic surprises that are being planned they have a better than usual opportunity to actually go better than planned um, but if it is that we are using this energy more personally then we're able to align our daily lived experience our smallest moments with our values we're able to allow our higher values to inform what it is that we're doing in our day in and day out lives to ensure that those principles of evolution and change and yes even exponential growth is showing up in real ways that we can feel good about what i love about this week for us well look the energies are continuing to be rather intense i do think a lot of us are still making sense of last week's full moon that was conjunct chiron that had a lot of us feeling very vulnerable and it was bringing up a lot of old stuff for us as well and some of that does continue into this week but at least this week we are granted tools ultimately squares which is the type of conversation taking place between pluto and mars squares are motivation but they also speak to determination as well um, this has to do with the i'll show you kind of attitude and the i'll show you attitude can make great things happen 
and where it is that we want to harness personal will and direct it while keeping personal honesty and higher qualities in focus and as priorities. It can be this guy that says we will be unstoppable, able to focus on where it is that we desire gains, identifying the actions we can take where we have control, surrendering where it is that we don't. We can end up being truly effective agents of sweeping change for ourselves, but also to the world around us. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And of course, if you want to know how all this wonderful stuff this week speaks to you and your sign, log on to NadiaShaw.com. Sign up to be one of my superstars. Superstars get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week, unlimited access to special horoscopes and so much more. All of this in the superstar space. I look forward to meeting you there. Speaking of special horoscopes, Mars retrograde special horoscopes. If you have yours, it would be a good idea to re-watch it right about now uh, because of the way that Mars is so powerful in the sky this week, uh, being even visually bigger than he usually is, but also the way in which Mars is squaring off with Pluto. It becomes that much more important to focus on the deeper spiritual lesson of this very powerful energy. So you can either get that as part of the superstar space, or it is also available for download at my website, NadiaShaw.com. Thank you so much to all the amazing students out there who did attend uh, my autumn session with Synchronicity University Part 1. Uh, all of those classes are now available for download, for sale at SynchronicityUniversity.com, including the Tarot, Two Parts, Major Arcana. That was a lot of fun, especially earlier today. I love the space and the safe space that we create together uh, in those classes. And thank you to all the people who do sign up and did sign up. And you can register for the Autumn Session Part 2 at the same website, SynchronicityUniversity.com. The Autumn session part two is going to take place a little bit later and start a little bit later in October. And that session uh, is going to have the minor arcana, two classes on that. We're going to have the part two class of Lilith and two classes on Mercury. So there's a lot to look forward to. Lots of incredible fun and learning Saturday afternoon or downloaded afterwards experiences to be had. Uh, and that all is available at the link in the description below or by logging on to synchronicityuniversity.com. Now, I do have books available. They're on the shelf back there, uh, but I am going to say Prayers to the Sky, The Universe is Wise and Loving, The Body and the Cosmos, and Astrology Realized. Those are my four books. They are available wherever books are sold. Uh, and the first three, like the latest three books of the four, debuted as number one new releases on Amazon in their category. And for that, I am forever grateful. Thank you to all the wonderful people who have purchased the books and have left amazing and positive feedback uh, online or on Amazon. And just for your love and your trust, it was such a privilege and so exciting to write the books, but to know that they're out there and that they are firming love and wisdom in your life, that does mean so much to me. Thank you. Now, finally, if you would like my take on your unique birth chart, check out my partnership with Cosmogram. Uh, the link is in the description below. You would go on their website, you enter your birth data, and within hours, you are emailed a PDF 
copy of my interpretation of your unique birth chart. We go section by section, looking at the planetary positions in their houses, in aspect to other planets. Uh, these reports have been uh, very popular and something that has been getting a whole lot of wonderful feedback. For that, I am so grateful. Uh, it really was a labor of love to put this together and all the different possible combinations, 780 possible combinations. Uh, I actually wrote them out and with the magic of technology, computers are able to understand which combinations are in your chart and send that information to you. If you click on the link in the description below, you can also see a sample so you know exactly what it is that you are going to get. And thank you for your trust. And I look forward to virtually and through Cosmogram uh, giving you insight into your unique birth chart that I hope you will cherish forever. And thank you. Uh, we are in the midst of intense energies and it becomes that much more important to be as kind and patient with others, but certainly ourselves as well. But there is an opportunity here. The opportunity is profound and meaningful change, transformation, getting to the root of an issue and healing it from that place so it doesn't need to recur again. And we are each granted an opportunity now to understand more deeply what our sphere of influence is. Are we going to use that to be a force of transformation or are we going to go in the other direction? Well, I know that one direction, the force of healing, the force of transformation, that may also be the pathway to peace. It's not the easier path. It is the road less traveled and yet the much more rewarding journey. Thank you again for watching. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.